Come gather round the campfire and hear our ghostly tales of chilling terrors, darkest woes, and anything that goes bump in the night. So cuddle up with your best friend or dare it alone. The darkness is closing in and spirits are calling your name. This is Fireside Phantoms. Everybody, welcome back to another edition of Tarot Talk and Astro Update. Hello, hello. hello. It's officially autumn and Halloween is <laughs> upon us all in just a few weeks. This is Halloween. Yep. This is Halloween. 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 And you've got all your decorations up, I do. which I absolutely love. She's got some new stuff, folks, and it's pretty impressive. I'm going through a Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein um, phase. Yeah. So they tend to be dominating my Halloween decor this year. But I also have the Adams Family featured. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's got these beautiful, ornate, old-fashioned frames. I mean, this isn't just your Michaels framing job yeah. here. Like, she put some some bling into this. They weren't that expensive. But when I got them, they didn't have any way to hang them. They didn't have any backing. Mm-hmm. You had to buy glass. So they were just kind of a partial frame. But they... I saw the picture of Frankenstein and the Bride of Frankenstein online framed similarly. Mm-hmm. And I thought, yeah, that looks really cool. I want to do that. So it's that's awesome. why I ended up doing it. And I had to buy a mat and a glass. And then Michael's put it together for me. We might have to take some pictures of this. Yeah. And, and throw them up on our episode. Yeah. And I also, of course, have a small Michael Myers. Michael Myers Halloween poster in homage to my favorite horror movie well very good i'm inspired now i've been kind of lagging and i need to get mine out too yeah do it girl so guys we are celebrating by giving you this last episode of tarot talk and astro update because holly and i talked and we decided to switch over to just ghost stories in honor of halloween so the whole month of october we're just gonna bring you scary stories that's right and oh my computer just uh, ghosted me here. Hold on. Because, you know, people that have a great deal of psychic energy don't do well te- with technology. Well, then I must be incredibly gifted. You must be because <laughs> your technology always fries around you. And I think it's because totally of the does. interaction between your psychic self and the technology. Yes. Thank you. I used to, my work used to get really disturbed when they'd have to keep buying me new computers. <laughs> they were like, how is it that you're always getting the screen of death? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> because you buy Dell. Oh, wait. I don't mean to be slamming Dell computers. Okay. So since this is our wrap up of tarot and astrology episodes, I am making a special announcement of something I was working on during my midlife crises of unemployment last year. (laughs) I'm happy to say that I am debuting my first book, which should hopefully be done by the end of the year called House Karma. Yay. Yay. Buying your dream home based on the stars and metaphysical principles. And I do have an early pre-launch sign-up page where you can reserve a copy since I am printing just a limited batch for the first run. Very cool. Yes. And the link will be posted in the credits. You can read more about it there. So I hope you all get a copy, but don't count on it arriving before Christmas. <laughs> I'm really busy and I don't know if it'll be done by then. Or at least the printing probably won't. So That's great. Well, without further ado, let's get into the best Halloween talk for astrology. Sweet. On September 23rd. Okay, there, I got it out. Those of you who know this date know there's a lot of fear around this date, but I just want you to know what's happening astrologically. The sun transitioned into Libra, signaling the onset of the autumn equinox, which 
that's not a bad thing. You know, it's actually a really good thing. It happens every year. So it sure does. It's definitely not and we've something survived to be scared. Plenty of those. I just think it's funny because, yeah. like, uh, just whatever you do, don't get on TikTok about September twenty third. But again, it's irrelevant because if you're hearing this, it's all good. Yeah. At the same time. The waxing first quarter moon in Capricorn reaches a pivotal moment in its cycle, symbolizing the emergence of a new reality. At this time, the moon appears evenly divided between darkness and light, mirroring the balance between day and night during the equinox period. So hmm. we will have our Holly harvest full moon on the 29th of September. Cool. I know Holly loves the, the love harvest, harvest full moon where it's big and orange and yes. low on the horizon. I love it. And then it's followed by the hunter's full moon on October 28th. And the earliest use of that term, hunter's moon, is from 1710. It was nicknamed because hunters would prepare for the long winter by going out and shooting game. Some sources suggest that other names for the hunter's moon are the sanguine or blood moon, hmm. either associated with the blood of the animals that were shot or the color of the changing autumn leaves. Oh. Yes. So a lot of times the moon names, the names of the full moon correspond with either the season or what actually people are doing during that time. Hmm. And I think it's interesting because I read somewhere where the where there's a full worm full moon wow that's a tongue twister <laughs> where worms actually um become agitated and they come out and they're worms everywhere mm. wiggling around i don't know what they do but a worms worm are agitator. awakening up okay the full moon is waking up the worms supposedly <laughs> i don't know but it's an interesting thing to like investigate where they all originated from these different terms of the moon mm. anyway this shift towards new realities brings with it a heightened sense of urgency for engagement and responsibility diplomacy and agreeing to disagree will become a main theme in this autumn's astrological forecast the moon will continue to form harmonious connections with Mercury in Virgo and Jupiter in Taurus, creating an alignment that promotes our collective desires for financial stability wow. and encourages us to anchor ourselves deeply. So, yeah, we're all trying to be very careful with our money right now mm -hmm. and really just trying to, you know, develop a very secure and stable um, lifestyle for ourselves. So I think... Um, Las Vegas, you might be in trouble. People, people aren't going to be gambling as much. Well, yeah. And whatever happens on the 23rd, who knows what that's going to do to affect the economy, right? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. There's such a big push for something happening. But yeah. um, I hope it's I hope it's for naught. I hope it's all a bunch of hoopla mm -hmm. for no reason. I hope so, too. But it was on The Simpsons. So, you know. <laughs> was it? Yeah. September 23rd, 20, uh, mm -hmm. 23? Yeah. What was the episode? What they say? I don't know, but it's on like all these movies. I'll have to show you like this. It's like in every movie. Well, if it's the on date. The Simpsons, it's probably going to happen. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> so, yes. So this alignment urges us to be mindful of our thoughts and to communicate them with also caution and wisdom. So every decision made during this time is permanent and carries the weight of leaving something behind. Hmm. So that's interesting. I think we're all moving in a different cycle. Uh, Mercury, Venus, and Mars are now all in direct motion. So that's good. You'll feel like your plans are now moving forward. Hooray. Mm, However, with Saturn still in retrograde in Pisces, autumn will require us to stay hardworking, disciplined, and practical. So no, um, you know, free-for-all 
you're still going to have to work really hard. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Even if the comet hits. (laughs) Despite the fun and excitement surrounding Halloween from an astrological perspective, it is seen as a time of darkness, which is in the sign of Scorpio on the opposite side of the Zodiac Wheel and the Festival of Light and Fertility, Beltane. This celebration occurs during Taurus season. Halloween this year is celebrated on a Tuesday, so that's kind of a bummer for people. Yeah. But most, I think, will try and celebrate the weekend before, which will correspond to the hunter full moon on the 28th, Mm -hmm. which is also the lunar eclipse in five degrees of Taurus, which we have talked about before, having significance in closing out certain aspects of our lives. And remember, it's whatever Taurus rules over. And that is financial, typically earth uh, changes. Um, I don't know what else Taurus rules Banking. over. Banking. Banking. Money. Mm-hmm. Land issues. Land, yeah. I don't know what else. Mm-hmm. I think kind of all of that. Hmm. And many of you will welcome the change and others will try and fight it. But the more you can incorporate the idea that endings that happen at this time are karmic and blessed, the easier it is to transform your life. By the way, In researching this episode, I learned also this fun fact about moons. If a cold frost hits your plants when the moon is dark or hidden, the plants will die. But if the cold frost comes and the moon is shining full and visible, then your plants will survive. Isn't that so cool? That is cool. Yeah, I got that from the Farmer's Almanac. So, you know, they can't be wrong, right? That's right. That's cool. Anyway, I love the fact that in an instant you can dramatically have a storyline change in your life. And old issues can be cleared out without further work. Like a fairy godmother, you're, show, you're being shown your new life. Because the eclipse is in the early degree of Taurus, those of you born in April, late April and early May, which is the five degree mark, will be the most affected of all the signs. Holly, which zodiac um, sign is the queen of Halloween? Um, which zodiac sign, sign is the queen of Halloween? Is the queen of Halloween or the king of Halloween? Uh, well, Scorpio. Uh, yes, yes. Because you know Michelle's a Scorpio, and her birthday's Halloween. happy birthday. Happy birthday, Michelle. Michelle. Yes, Michelle, and um, Scorpio also rules the eighth house in astrology. Many people fear anything associated with Scorpio. No, I'm just <laughs> Many people fear anything associated with the eighth house and Scorpio energy. But just like the fun we have during Halloween, the dark themes of falling into the underworld for a period and removing oneself from the light allows for shadow work to do its deep magic and offers the person renewal once the cycle of rebirth and light begins again in the spring. Now, if this is too abstract for you, then I apologize. But I think there are lots of misconceptions about the eighth house and Scorpio energy, especially when it comes to the interpretation of what it means when someone has significant placements or transits here. The eighth house should really appeal to our listeners because it deals with the paranormal and occult topics. People who have their north node in this house might become ghost hunters. Oh, cool. Astrologists. Nice. Private investigators. Nice. You might have to face the deepest dark topics and events to find your true calling or soul lessons to learn. Hmm. If you have the South Node in this eighth house, it can also point to your natural talent for research and psychology. Hmm. You may discover a hidden talent late in life. A person who has a well-placed eighth house typically can help people transition easily from this life to the next and would do well in hospice work or other types of elder care. 
Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Scorpio energy, which rules this house, would suggest being able to handle taboo subjects with natural grace and handle even the most difficult situations. The eighth house represents an individual's lifespan on this earth. And that's why a lot of people call it the death house. Hmm. Does it point to how a person will die? Well, yes and no. It can show you clues, but just like the tarot cards, you cannot take a card out of context with the other cards in the spread or the planet and house interpretation as gospel without looking at the full tarot chart and spread hmm. of the individual. So, yes, the eighth house deals with death, but more the transformation of the theme of death. So that can mean the extremes of that topic, like gaining a sudden inheritance, hmm. possible gifts of financial loans or hidden knowledge that are through near-death experiences. A near-death experience is especially true if Uranus or Pluto is transiting or placed in this house. If you have malefic planets also in the eighth house, then it can be troublesome. And that is why I think it's gotten such a reaction of fear from so many people. Mm -hmm. Can you predict how someone will die by the eighth house? Again, maybe, but not entirely. For example, Mars in the eighth house might suggest being in a war situation or battle. Neptune, a dangerous situation with water, but not necessarily dying from it. Hmm. Ironically, the eighth house is also the house of longevity and the unearned things in life, meaning it gives gifts without the person having to do any work for it. That's kind of cool. It is cool. For example, ancestral properties could be this, you know, mm. and inheriting a house in the line. See, I'm trying to reflect on Michelle and what I know about her. Mm -hmm. And one of the things is people end up giving her stuff all, all the, the time. time. Yeah, she I know. She is always being gifted things like crazy. Yeah. And I always like, man, you can manifest. But maybe it's because she's a Scorpio and mm -hmm. that's a natural thing for a Scorpio to do. It attracts that kind of giving that free yeah. thing without work. And it's a past life thing. But it's weird because Michelle is a worker. Like mm -hmm. she's a very hard worker. Um, yeah, most Scorpios are. Yeah. it's so. It's but, but it's not that she, like people will, she will not done any work for those per, that person, but they'll still turn around and gift her something really cool. You know, like a friend yeah. or something. So that totally does fit her, I'd say. We'd have to take a look at the eighth house. She might have some well-placed planets there. I wonder when she last had her astrology reading done. Maybe we should gift her an astrology reading. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So funny. Anyway. Uh, anyway see, it's keep, still working. That Scorpio yeah. gift thing is Yeah, still we're happening. thinking of giving her something. Yeah. That's so hilarious. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> so funny. Her birthday is coming up. So. I know. She's a Halloween baby. Mm, yes, she is. Yeah, that's a great plan, Holly. Yeah, <laughs> not a bad idea. So, Michelle, don't listen to this. Yeah, You're Michelle's, not supposed to hear that. She's not going to listen. <laughs> we'll just take out Michelle's name and, and just, boop, boop, and just go over beep, it. beep. So, like, she doesn't know who we're talking about. That's right. So, for example, besides ancestral properties, it could denote lottery winnings, mm. a long life. If you've gotten, you know, like maybe Venus there, mm -hmm. a strong disposition to face any adversity or illness. It can also denote money shared from marriage hmm. or other partnerships. Hidden things are found in this house. And like all good Scorpios would say, a mystery to solve is the spice of life. <laughs> so I thought it would be fun to suggest the perfect Halloween costume for each Zodiac sign, starting with Scorpio, of course. Your Wednesday from Adam's family. Oh, yeah. Sagittarius, 
You're Michael Myers, of course. Yeah. Capricorn, you need to go as a giant candy corn because that is what pops in my head when I say your sign. <laughs> but actually, no. Uh, I think we discussed that they're supposed to be taking over the world in 2024. Yeah. So I say go as Godzilla this mm, year. Okay. Aquarius, I think you should be Bob Ross, the painter. Nice. Um, Pisces, Ariel from Little Mermaid. <laughs> okay. Because you know you're fish. Aries, a ninja turtle or an assassin. Nice. Taurus, Harry Potter, of course. No. Duh. <laughs> of course. Yeah, of co- every year. <laughs> yeah, every year. Gemini, the Grady twins from The Shining. No, good one. Yeah. Yep. Uh, cancer, a cockroach is perfect for you this year. <laughs> cockroach. Because you know you've been putting off cleaning. <laughs> you know. So just a good reminder for everyone. Leo, creepy scarecrow or a steampunk character. No, yeah. I can just nice. totally see that for yeah. them. Virgo, you probably have already gone as a sexy maid. So I would say this year go as Sarah, the witch from Hocus Pocus. That's uh, perfect. Okay. And Libra, oh, ho, ho, you're going as Barbie. Barbie. <laughs> Barbie. Do you have any changes from this list? I don't, Do you have any other input? No. I think oh. that that sounds... I know you'd be happy with Michael Myers. I, I am. So you said that um, Scorpio should be Wednesday from the Adams Family. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, those all sound pretty good to me. Yeah. Wow. I think the only unhappy people would probably be cancers right now. <laughs> Clean your damn house. Cockroach? What? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. And you can go with something new next year. <laughs> Thank you, Carol. That was great. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's rushing out to check their eighth yeah, house. Yeah, like, oh my God, what's in my eighth house? Am I going to win the lottery? Ay, ay, ay. Do I have a Scorpio in there? <laughs> What do you have for us today? Well, so last time we did this uh, tarot talk and astro update, you did astrology on love and romance. And oh, I thought, yes. oh, that's a good idea. I did tarot cards for romance Ooh. today. Mm. Ooh, l'amour. La, la, la. Mm. L'amour. We all crave that late night phone call, candlelight dinner, blushing sideways glance that make our heart flutter with delight, Carol. Where is this relationship going? When will she call? Is he the one? Does she truly love me? Are just a few of the many romance questions that arise during tarot readings. Oh, thank God I'm not out there dating anymore. It's so <laughs> nice to be done with that I crap. Know. Luckily, the tarot is well-versed in the language of love and offers valuable romantic advice that could even make Dr. Ruth blush. <laughs> Today, we take a look at some tarot cards that represent love and romance. Some can indicate an upswing in your relationship, a new love beginning to bloom, or a heady romantic tryst about to break through your horizon. If any of these cards show up for you, ready yourself for Le Grand Amour. Oh my God, the French. I just wanted to be oh done la with la. the French. Just one episode. <laughs> <laughs> You're bringing it back. I am. I am bringing it back. So my first tarot card for love and romance is the Empress. The Empress is a woman engaging and exploring her full feminine nature. The Empress suggests getting to know yourself physically and carnally by taking a lover and seeing what can fully manifest from your feminine power. I'm blushing already. (laughs) Building sexual experience or pregnancy. No. Her presence can suggest that such an opportunity for love may be on its way to you or it could indicate that you are now ready for it to show up. Hey guys, this card speaks to you too. She wants you to get in touch with your feminine side, explore your sexual senses, and start to consider settling down and quote unquote nesting with your lady love. 
Okay. You not not agreeing? With yeah, me? with with the like empress in a in a male's chart. Yeah, yeah, a male spread. A male spread, yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Okay, cool. <laughs> Just don't put a bun in the oven if you're not ready for That's it. That's right. Be ready for commitment, guys. Um, the next card, of course, is the lovers. The lovers card isn't too hard to figure out. The lovers card can absolutely indicate a major romance is coming. I would pick this card to indicate a big relationship is on its way. This guy or girl will be sticking around and it could be forever. That's how big the lover's card can be. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> At the very least, this card indicates this relationship will bring great change to you in your life. It's time to nurture and develop this bond to its fullest potential and make new life choices to accommodate it. Either way, it is a great opportunity for growth and to find a love that can change you forever. Aww. Yeah. My next card is temperance. Uh, when temperance appears, it can show stability and balance in the foundation of a strong relationship. This card indicates the ebb and flow of emotions between two points or two people, the process of give and take and letting things go that do not matter. Temperance is an excellent card to show the integration of opposites. Two individuals are aligned within their own mind, heart, body, and spirit, and then aligned with each other. When this card appears in your spread, it means you have that yin-yang down of a healthy relationship. Nice job. Yeah, you know, temperance gets a bad name because it's just so wishy-washy. Kind of, it's just like, oh, balance. Uh, <laughs> Boring. You need to have balance. Don't let addiction take you over. <laughs> yeah. But that's, I like that interpretation. I like that yeah. little teeter-totter situation. Mm -hmm. The next card is the sun. Ah, oh, yes, the sun. It is the most powerful of positive cards in the tarot. The sun shines its positive rays on all aspects of your life. This happy energy fills you with joy, raising your energetic vibration and increasing your frequency, making it much easier to pull to you the things that you want the most. L'amour. When receiving the sun in reference to a romance question, all signs point to yes. This card indicates love, happiness, romance, etc. are coming your way, especially if paired with the right complimentary cards. All right, so the next card I have is the Knight of Wands. This card warns you to get your hair curled and your nails done because the Knight of Wands is coming to town. Oh, yeah. He is dashing, passionate, and a terrific lover, Carol. And he's riding on a horse. And he's riding on a horse. Do not, however, start planning your wedding day quite yet, ladies. He truly is just a one-night stand. I know. Too young and virile, the Knight of Wands isn't interested in being tied down to any long-term commitments. He's a love him and leave him type, but can be fun for the time being. Why not have a little tryst? You're only we on once. Because people have morals. So just don't do it. Just say no. We don't. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, the next card is the King of Wands. The King of Wands is the older, more mature version of the Knight of Wands. He possesses the same fiery passion, charm, and seduction as his younger self. Coupled with the experience of an older man, the King of Wands may be more apt to settle down, though his rate of fidelity may not be as strong as the other kings in the tarot. This king gets bored quickly and is always looking for a new conquest, whether that be in romance or in business. On the upside, he loves adventure and will travel the world chasing his wildest pursuits. If fulfilling, I'm sorry, if filling your life with passion and travel sounds like the lifestyle for you, then this king may just be your guy. It's, this is the King of Wands? King of Wands. Yes. Yeah. My next card is the Two of Cups. 
This lovely card suggests the beginning of a new romantic relationship. Cups are the suit of love and relationships, and the two suggests the beginning of a relationship or partnership. Hence, this card represents the introduction of two people that have the potential for love to bloom between them. When this card appears in a spread, be on the lookout for a new romantic possibility to emerge in your life soon. Yeah, I always, when I get the Two of Cups, I always say that's the soulmate card. Okay. I feel like it's a little bit more powerful almost than the lovers because it's like that immediate best friend. Like, oh, this is my best friend feeling when yeah. you meet the person. It's it's not just attraction. It's like you fit together. Soulmate. Yeah, soulmate, soulmate type energy. Yeah, just like you said. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Next card is the Ten of Cups. You've made it. You've established a happy, healthy family. Yay. You bought your house in the country, and you and your spouse can finally live out your days under the rainbow of happiness. When this card appears in a spread, it says that love, harmony, and stability will befall you and your love for the foreseeable future. Congratulations. This is the card we all strive for in romance. The next one is the Queen of Pentacles. Uh, the Queen of Pentacles is a sensual and physical woman. Her earthy quality makes her very attuned to her own inner nature in a hippie-like Eunice Camp sort of way. She is a very comfortable in her own skin and has a healthy sexual appetite with a strong talent for seduction. When the Queen of Pentacles appears to you, she may suggest it's time to embrace your own sexual nature, strip down and go skinny dipping. Or this lovely lady may just show up in your life to teach you how to let go of judgment and embrace your own natural side. That's right. Next is the Knight of Cups. This young man is gallant, chivalrous, and loyal. He represents the ideal knight in shining armor that we all hope will gallop in on his horse one day. Always thinking of a significant other first, the knight will treat his person with love, tenderness, and respect. This knight is much more apt to commitment and family than his Knight of Wands counterpart. He is your high school or college boyfriend that you end up marrying because he is just such a great guy. Yay! If he doffs his hat to you in a tarot reading, then you can expect to meet a guy who is ready to seriously commit. That's right. However, due to his highly sensitive nature, it may take him a bit to learn to trust you. But once he does, he is yours forever. A proposal is coming with the Knight of Cups. That's true. He likes to propose. Mm -hmm. Or a love declaration. The next is the Queen of Cups. This lovely lady is looking for her king to settle down with and build a family. A beautiful girl, both inside and out, she loves deeply and seduces with her whole heart. The watery element of her card suggests she has a deeply sensitive and intuitive nature, so expect her to know what you are thinking or needing without ever saying a word. When she slips into your spread, she may indicate the girl of your dreams is about to show up. Or AI, because they know everything <laughs> about you. True. Or she may be reminding you to love those around you with deep compassion and great care. Mm -hmm. The next one is the Page of Cups. The Page of Cups may not necessarily suggest romance is coming, but it can suggest that you are getting ready for romance, which is the first step to bringing it in. The Page of Cups represents those small fluttering in your heart, telling you that something is missing and it's time to seek out your romantic equal. This page can also suggest you are ready to get back into the dating pool after a bad or sad breakup. Either way, this is a good sign that you are back on the road to love and getting ready to welcome someone new into your life. Hmm. And finally, the King of Cups. The King of Cups is the most romantic of all the kings. He is an emotionally mature man who is compassionate, loving, and sensitive to those around him. He makes an ideal partner and puts banners of the heart before all else. He is also a very good listener and can help counsel you through the woes of your day. 
If the king of cups appears in a spread, it means you may find the man that can give your heart what it needs on an emotional level. Hmm. And those are tarot cards for romance. So if you get a tarot card reading that's centered on romance and some of those cards show up, you'll kind of get an idea of what they would mean for you in a romantic sense. Yeah, I like that. Thank you very much. And so many people these days, um, it's amazing how just the whole business of tarot reading has just exploded. It really has. Um, So many people are trying to learn them on their own. So this is a great resource. Um, Spread out your cards and just see which which of them are popping up for you. Yeah, because a lot of times you'll get repeat cards. Mm. That's been happening a lot for me lately. I've been doing... Readings for people here and there, and I keep getting the same cards over and over. I love it when that happens. I'm just like, okay, this is the message then. Yeah. Good. All right. We're going to read horoscopes for all of 12 zodiac signs. We're going to ask how the month of October is going to go for each of you. Mm-hmm. And because we are coming up on Scorpio season, we're going to start with Scorpio. So Yay, we'll start Scorpio. with Scorpio, Sagittarius, and Capricorn. All right. We'll be right back. What's your deck, Carol? It's Halloween Tarot. Yeah, I love that deck. Created by Kipling West. Very it's a cute. cute black cat. Love it. And what'd you get? Well, for Scorpio, I drew the devil. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think you're going to be summoned by the Dark Lord himself this October. Mm-hmm. I think he's been very busy and needs your help with managing Halloween festivities. I think you're right. What'd you draw? I caught the devil too. No That's way. crazy. You and I don't usually get the same card, but Scorpio, what's going on? Mm-hmm. I think you're going to a um, sacrificial cult, uh, something with animals, maybe a baby. I don't know, but there's something going on where you're dealing with the devil. Yeah, the devil. <laughs> the devil card when you draw it can can denote um, unhealthy habits. So yeah, you're gonna eat too much Halloween candy. Yeah, just yeah. just watch what you're doing. Moderation. Moderation is the key, Scorpio. Okay, what'd you get for Sagittarius? Well, you're not going to like this, but I got the High Priestess, so... I like that. Bun in the oven. No. That's me. You're getting confused with the Empress. Oh, no, you're right. I am. <laughs> the High Priestess is intuition. That's right, baby. You're going to be um, doing a lot of tarot card readings this, Probably. this month for people because that's when people want to participate in that kind of fun stuff. That's very true. And I got the six of wands, which means I'm going to be the center of attention this October, bitches. Whoa, victory. Woo-hoo. Party, party. Yeah. I think that means Sagittarius is everywhere are going to shine yes. in a public setting. And mm-hmm. we're going to have the spotlights on us and everyone's going to worship us as God intended. All right. Well, you are at least a high priestess. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, Capricorn. Capricorn. I got the seven of ghosts. So... I just think you're going to have a lot of opportunities in October to do things, socialize with people. Um, I think you're going to have a really great month. Cool. And I got the wheel, which tells me I think you're going to go to a fall carnival and you're going to be on a lot of rides that take you up and down and up and down and up and down. Like a Ferris wheel. (laughs) Like a Ferris wheel. (laughs) Okay. We'll be right back with Aquarius, Pisces, and Aries. Aries. All right. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back. What did you get for uh, Aquarius? Aquarius, I drew the hermit card for you. 
I think you're going to be loving being indoors, kind of snuggling with a blanket, mm. um, enjoying, you know, the change of seasons for October. And you're probably, um, you know, working on something special, a special project or special creation. It shows a mad scientist here. Uh, dreaming up some really good Halloween decoration ideas. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, I got the death card for you, Aquarius, oh. which means you're probably not going to make it past oh, God. October 31st. <laughs> Either that or you're going to attend a funeral. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. No you wonder get... you're staying indoors. <laughs> I'm a Sagittarius. Yeah. I'm going to be out partying. So yeah. uh, Pisces, what'd you get for Pisces? Um, Pisces, I got the four of pumpkins, which is, I think the four of pentacles in this deck. I think that you will be having unusual expenses, I think, or or splurging on Halloween decorations. But whatever it is, your mind is going to be on your money and your money is going to be on your mind. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, I got temperance, which can only mean one thing, Carol. You're going to a Chris Angel show. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's going to be a magic show and it's going to be awesome. All right. <laughs> And what did you get for Aries? Aries, I drew the unknowable card. Ooh. And sometimes I do this where I leave in like the, you know, like the welcome deck card or something just to see if randomly I draw it. And almost I never draw it. But this time for you, I did, which means October has something very special for you in mind. Special and it's and very surprising. secretive. It's very scorpion energy mm. that you have to like uncover like a treasure look for Dig those deep. scorpions under the rocks you might be doing like an escape room maybe mm -hmm. all right aries i got the ten of pentacles which tells me you're gonna go to a family reunion yuck and they're gonna pass out fruitcake which is really weird totally the wrong season i think that. so too all right well we'll be right back with uh taurus gemini and cancer All right, Carol, what'd you get for Taurus? Taurus, I got the page of ghosts, mm -mm. which I believe that is, you're going to be receiving some very interesting messages and possibly learning something new in October. Mm. Okay. So you might be going to school. Cool. Well, I got the fool, which tells me you're going to be going cliff diving. And um, <laughs> The fool the fool definitely denotes cliff diving. Cliff diving into an ocean filled with angry sharks. Yes, because there's no nice sharks in the month of October. Nope. They're all angry. They're all angry. Yeah. All right. What'd you get for Gemini? Gemini, I got the judgment card. There's Dracula hovering over three um, figures that look like they've just risen from the grave. So I think you're going to have a near-death experience. And you're either going to realize you are immortal hmm. or that Dracula is real. Oh, well, you're gonna, you're maybe gonna a Dracula find, attack. You're going to find some some good knowledge about life and death. Okay. Well, I got the Queen of Cups, which could be a near-death experience, but I thought the way I interpreted it was you're going to have a psychic reading. Oh, yeah. It could be mind-blowing. That could be mind-blowing. Yeah, for sure. All right. And then Cancer. Cancer, I got the queen of bats. So she's sitting on her throne. She's like talking to a bat. Um, some people might think you're going batshit crazy, but you just have to speak your word. 
speak your truth this October. Go, go, go. What'd you get? <laughs> I got Ace of Cups, which tells me you're probably going to be getting into like ayahuasca or something. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that'll be a fun October for you. Uh, an October to remember. That's right. If you can. Uh, we'll be right back with Leo, Virgo, and Libra. Libra. Leo. Leo. I drew the nine of bats for you. Mm. So be careful with all the scary movies you're going to watch because they could give you nightmares. <laughs> for sure. And I got the page of cups, which tells me, I think you're going to go parasailing. Something where you're hovering over water. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but I think I'm going to go with parasailing. Parasailing would be bold in October. I think so, too. Unless you're in Mexico and then you're Live like, it. oh, I love my Do Mexican it. vacation. Okay, what'd you get for Virgo? Virgo, I got Ace of Wands. I think you're going to a bonfire. You're going to want to be careful because your hair might catch on fire. Oh, God, that would be horrible. Mm -hmm. Don't wear hairspray. That's no. all my advice. Virgo, Virgo, Virgo. I got the Queen of Pumpkins. Ooh. I think you're going to be tending a garden and, yeah. You're going to be looking at your gourds. You're <laughs> going to be looking at your pumpkins. What would your mom say blooms in the fall? I should get the list out. Oh, gosh. Lots of things, I guess. Dahlias. Dahlias and are. zinnias and I don't know. Rodent no, rhododendrons are dead. Um, yeah, I'm Who not knows? a plant person. No. All Whatever right. you're doing, you're out tending to your garden. Okay. And Libra. What would you get for Libra? Libra, I got the six of bats. I think you are traveling in October. You are definitely leaving your house and going somewhere better. Well, that's good. I think you're going to a pride parade because okay. I have these people wrapped up in a big rainbow swirl. Mm -hmm. So I think you're going to go and enjoy a pride parade in your city. Or you're going to make one. Or you're going to make a pride parade of some kind. Mm -hmm. All right. A Halloween pride parade. A Halloween pride parade. <laughs> okay. There you go. Well, those are the horoscopes for how you guys are going to spend your October this year. And for the rest of you who were not going to get to your birthdays in October. Too bad, so sad. Just, <laughs> <laughs> Just remember all the times when you were in grade school and everybody celebrated your birthday, but then all the summer month birthdays, you know, they just didn't get to have cupcakes brought to them in school. Nope. Because they were in the summer. Yep. So now you get to feel what that's like. Not fair. I remember my first grade teacher, Mrs. Fryback, she used mm -hmm. to, um, on our birthdays, she would go home the night before your birthday and mm -hmm. she would make you a monster cookie. And then the next day she'd oh. bring it to you for your birthday. And I was like, this is awesome. That's amazing. It was pretty cool. But I did feel bad for people whose birthdays were in the summer. Me too. Well, not really, but anyway. <laughs> that does it for us tonight. We will see you next week. It's uh, September 33rd. I know. Oh, no, I'm sorry. On September. Uh, <laughs> I'm scared to even say this date. It's already backfiring on me. I know. It's, I'm scared for it, yeah, too where there's a full worm mood and a full, sorry. Today, we take a look at some valuable, I'm sorry, I missed a, oh, my eyes. Or a heady romantic tryst about to break through your horizon. I'm saying Your whore horizon. <laughs> your horizon. Your whore's horizon. Your whore's horizon. <laughs> Better have that coffee ready. <laughs> 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 okay, go, go, it's go. Pretty good.
Uh, this is how I see Queen of Pentacles. I think maybe you see her a little different, but well, because yeah, that's my card. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I see you in a news camp sort of I don't way, Carol. See me as a hippie, but well, <laughs> that's okay. You you've got some earth in you there. Yeah, she. Uh, 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 yeah. We'll just change she to Carol. Okay. Carol is very comfortable <laughs> in her own skin and has a healthy sexual appetite with a strong talent for seduction. Oh God. When Carol appears to you, she may suggest it's time to embrace your own sexual nature, please, strip down, please, and go skinny dipping. No, Josh, please don't. Or Carol may just show up in your life to teach you no. how to let go of judgment and embrace your own natural okay, side. Okay, Josh, you know how we said beep out <laughs> name? Don't just, beep it out, Josh. Just beep out my don't name, Don't beep it out, too, Josh. Please. I don't. I don't Fine. Like... I'll do a version where I don't use your name. All Fine. Right, okay. Right. One time. I opened an oven and um, there was gas that just came out like a shooting ball of fire and it sizzled off my eyebrows. As the flames die down, do remain undaunted. Though all hitchhikers are ghosts and all dolls are definitely haunted. Hey guys, be sure to follow us on Instagram. Our handle is at Fireside Phantoms. If you have a spooky story you would like to share with us, send it to firesidephantoms at gmail.com and you may hear it on a future episode.